You're listening to a Q&A mini-sode for the Mastering Media Podcast, where DIY creators learn new insights, tactics, and strategies to build their audience, revenue, and brand. This podcast is brought to you by Home Talk, the world's largest DIY community, where we help creators reach new audiences. And now, here's our Q&A session. Okay, can you stick around for some questions now? Yeah, I can. They're coming in the 45 questions. I was like, okay, whoa, 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 we're going to get to them. So let's go ahead. And oh my goodness, if you guys are on here and you have questions for Victoria, you are so amazing, like a wealth. First of all, can we all just celebrate Victoria for that story, that business story? Like you go, friend, like you absolutely Thank go. You. I just think you are a success story. And I think an inspiration to everyone on here um, to just reach for the stars and figure out what you like to do and then just do more of it. So yeah, if you, if you, if you keep your mind open to the possibilities and don't just get stuck, like for me, it was, I'm going to make money off my blog and that's it. Just, just keep your mind open because the, off the, the possibilities are completely endless. Everything that you learn can be turned into something bigger. If you're just, you know, want to serve people, want to help people, you'll, you'll find what you're meant to do for sure. Okay. So can you just, people are asking for the, and people are asking right now, can we do a step-by-step? I don't think we really have the time or bandwidth for that. Um, but definitely there are plenty of YouTube videos you can figure out. I went and watched a million YouTube videos. You can also contact Victoria. Um, if you, are we okay putting your email in here? If anyone has questions. Um, if Amanda, if you could put Victoria's email, that way you guys can reach out to her and, um, she can answer any specific questions that we can't address that we don't have the time or the bandwidth to address on here. Um, but remind us one more time what the plugin is called so people can search it. It's just called web story. So if you're in WordPress, go down to your plugins, add new hit, sorry, web stories, and it'll come up. Okay. And Libby is asking, what is a hero image? And I'm just putting my email in here too. Um, so it's just like your poster image. I believe in the plugin, it's called poster image on the, so again, like I'm completely blanking and I don't want to switch my screens because technology doesn't like me sometimes, (laughs) but there's three sections on the left-hand side of the plugin. Um, I think it's document. There's a section for a, a poster image that has to go in there. That would be your hero image and then your description and then URL. So that's where you're going to add probably your feature image that's on your blog post. Now you'll just crop it out from your media library. Exactly. And it's the same situation, really, you know, anything you're going to use for Pinterest, anything to kind of draw them in and the same principles apply to this as they do to really sharing on any other social media, you don't want to give initially the whole. So in other words, if you have a fun project, do a, let your hero image be a close-up of actually doing the project, not the full blown picture of the project. It's always good. Yeah. Give them a reason to click. Yes. And I wouldn't use anything that has text as the image. Because when you use your image, the plugin is going to put the title at the bottom. So if you have words in your image and then words there, it just looks messy. So just make sure that you don't have any um, text on it. Yes, that was mistake number 
25 that I made. (laughs) I thought I'd be all clever and I thought I'd use my Pinterest pin with like the graphics that are already on there. No, because it makes sense. But then you see it and you're like, oh, maybe not. And it uploaded. I was like, whoa, it was like the title and then repeat of the title. I was like, oh, so yeah, for sure. Just use a a really kind of almost a teaser photo would be a good, really good thing for the hero image. And Marie's talking about um, that needing a logo is mentioned. And I just used the logo from my blog, Thistlewood. I went and cropped it. The key is you upload it to your media library and then you're going to plop it in. And, and it's just so, I, I stressed it so much because I didn't do it. And then it was not, it did not index the story. Yeah. 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 You want to make sure that that's there for sure. But like you said, it's, it's a one time and you're done and it's there. Um, Okay. Alicia is saying you can go to templates and click save current pages template too. So you could do that. Yeah. That available. Um, And let's say, uh, do titles need to be SEO'd are people asking? I wouldn't worry too much about it because you almost want your title on the web story to get people to click on it, not an SEO title like you would on your blog post. That's already something separate. That's hopefully going to be ranking on Google for you. I wouldn't worry. You can, you can change, make sure the keyword is there, like what the main topic is, but feel free to change it for fall, for winter, for Christmas, for savings, for anything like that. Now, one quick thing I was wondering about, I actually used, and then I thought, oh, this might not be good. I actually used the meta description from the blog post as the, as the descriptor. And then I'm like, oh, is that two posts then ranking for the same thing on my site? No, I I really, and that's valid. A lot of people are concerned that we're going to kind of cannibalize the keyword, but I have the odd time I'll see a web story kind of outrank the post, but it's it's such a short, limited time. It disappears quickly afterwards. I would not worry about that. So you can do that because your keywords are in there. But the next time around, when you go to duplicate that story and tweak it a little bit, change that description a little bit. So change it to whatever season you're in or the new angle that you want to give that story. Now, what is the highest thing that you've ever seen traffic, the highest amount of traffic that a Google web story has ever generated? Uh, I would probably, I think I've seen one hit as high as 70,000 on a site. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is, if that's not a reason to do Google like, web story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> some of them just like, it's that roller coaster where you're just like, some of them are pretty, it's pretty crazy what they can do. Well, and I also would think too, what works for you might not work for me, might not yes. work for some of our readers or listeners um, because everybody's site is so unique. Exactly. So I would really, I think when you're getting started, maybe lean into what you're kind of known for on your blog. In other words, like I'm not really known for makeup, so I might not lean into a makeup story because right. it doesn't fit so much into my blog. Um, yeah. I would lean into what you're already known for on your blog. So for everyone listening, y'all know I'm going to lean into that blue and white rug. Like <laughs> I have this blue and white rug on my site, Victoria, I'm not getting you. It is, it's like my top three. Every That's what you want to do. So yeah. So I'd lean into that. Yeah. absolutely. Um, okay. So Anne is asking us, does, <laughs> this is a good question. Does one a day mean Monday through Sunday or Monday through Friday? It means every single day, weekends included every day. <laughs> I like Anne trying to skate on two days. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. These things, the consistency will definitely pay off every day. 
Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, okay, she's Stephanie's saying, can you show us your phone of the app? Actually, I think what we could do, Stephanie, is it's just you download the Google app and it's in the Discover tab. So go to the App Store, find the Google app, download it, and it will be in the, dis your stories are going to be in the Discover tab. So the, the tab on a phone is going to have those, that same little, the app has the same triangle, just like Google. Yeah, so and it'll show you as soon as you open it, they'll be there if you scroll down. If they're available where you are. <laughs> um, Anne says, for the templates, can you save particular slides to easily reuse them? Or do you just create a template that has multiple slides and then reuse the whole template? You can still save. So let's say you're creating a web story and you really like a certain slide. You can save that slide as a template of your own. So oh. you can have a list of pages that you've saved on your own. So some people, like some clients have really great affiliate ones that we link to different affiliate posts. And it's it looks a little different than a normal blog post that we're highlighting. So we'll just save those specific pages because then you can always mix and match and use them later on. So yeah, you can absolutely hit just save as template. Okay. And where do you, after you saved all those templates and everything, where do you access them? Are they there on the, are they in the plugin? Yeah. They're in yeah. The okay. Yeah. Um, and let's see here. Can you, Alicia's saying, can you use the web stories block on your site? I think what she's saying is that's how you would embed it in your blog post. You can also, there are blocks now that you can put them on your homepage. So you could have your homepage and let's say you have a section on your homepage that says, uh, recent posts, you can do another one for recent stories and kind of add your stories as a carousel there, which actually is it's it's I have it on my site, linking them to my homepage because anyone that's on your site can kind of go through and maybe you'll get some extra clicks and stuff that way. And it, and it looks nice on your website too, when you have them there. Do you think you could send us a link to that on your website so we could all see it? Yeah. Um, I mean, not right this second. Mm -hmm. okay. But I'm saying for the show notes. Yeah. Um, and that would be, and that way people could see, because that's a great, I've never really seen anyone do that before, but I think you're leaning so heavily into the web stories. And so that's a great, I mean, if you're creating yeah. 90 web stories, that is a library. You know, some people yeah. don't need to post on their whole blog. So, um, okay. So someone else said, um, do they slow down your site? I haven't, no, I haven't found them to slow down the site, um, depending on your theme and how your site is running right now. If speed is an issue, test it before and after if you add the carousel to the homepage, but websites in, in general, web stories by downloading the plugin and creating them, they should not have a effect on your, on your site. Okay. And then I don't really understand this question, but maybe you will. It says the warning that you should have a hundred characters on a side. Maybe she means slide. Is that really true? Yeah. So that checklist that I mentioned earlier, I, I don't remember what exactly what it is, but there's one that you need at least a hundred characters. And then there's another one that you have too many characters. So if you can get in the middle, I think it's great, but I wouldn't get hung up on it. So if you think the story makes sense like that, if you think it's enough that they understand the point of that slide. I wouldn't worry about it. If it's a huge paragraph, then you have to think about that person on their phone. They're probably not going to sit there and read it because they keep going, right? The slides just keep moving. So just be mindful of too much text. 
when I also want to speak into anyone who is a perfectionist that is listening to this, <laughs> listening to these questions right now, y'all, it is better to be done than perfect. So in other yes. words, it is better to create web stories that maybe aren't the greatest web stories in the entire world. You know, they might not win an Academy Award, but to have them and start practicing with them. And because yes. you never know what is going to take off, you never yes. know what people are going to be looking for. And so you always want to be mindful that just having amassing them and showing Google yes. that you're actually doing them is one of the most important things. A hundred percent. I always say, Victoria, like I, I view all social media and kind of Google as like all my boyfriends, you know, and sometimes your boyfriend gets jealous, like Instagram gets jealous if you're hanging out on TikTok. If you're hanging out over here with TikTok too much and yeah. TikTok gets jealous if you're hanging. Well, Google wants you to be all in on Google. And so the more that you can demonstrate to Google that you are using them and, and making stories, the more Google is going to reward you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, somebody said, uh, is there a, is there a limit to the number of words in the title? Yes. When you put it in the plugin, I mean, it's not a limit. I think you can do it, but there will be an error or like a little eye on that purple publish button. That'll, when you go look at that check it checklist, it'll say that your title's too long. So it will give you, I don't, I'm not sure what the characters are, but you'll see that you're typing that title and that little eye will show up. You know, it's too long. So I would just shorten it just to make it more visually pleasing when they're searching through those uh, web stories. Well, in this, actually, I think this is a great question. Um, this person said, under monetization within the plugin, it gives the option to turn on with Google AdSense or Google Ad Manager. If you have an ad manager like Mediavine, AdThrive, et cetera, do you avoid this and go through your ads provider? Yeah, don't quote me on this, but I would absolutely go to your AdThrive or Mediavine and let them know because I know that like with AdThrive, it is it is something that's in my dashboard there. So I wouldn't turn it on on the plugin necessarily. So definitely double check with them first. Yeah. And then you will almost have two ad managers. Like if, if yeah. you don't have an ad manager and you're in your brand new and you're like, oh, then it might not be, you know, you might look at it. But if you already currently have an ad manager, I think it's just best to send just them a go there. email. I just literally email them and you can turn them on. But again, remember, y'all, you have to have at least nine slides before the ads will go on there. So yeah. If, you, if you turn it on with your ad manager and then you're like, I don't see any ads, it's because you don't have at least nine slides. Yeah. And, and check with them on what their slide is. Maybe it's different for other ad networks, but I know with mine, it's on the ninth, eight or ninth. So that's why you just double check with them. They'll know. Okay. So, and people are saying in here that they, Mediavine has a whole, if you're with Mediavine, they have a whole post on monetizing with them. Um, which is another great, and that's such a great tip. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. So you're teaching me way. Well, you've taught me so much today, but um, okay. So let's see here. Jen is saying when you update an old web story, how do you update it to look new? Is it by renaming the URL? I would rename the title a little bit, add an extra word, take some words out, make it relevant to whatever season we're in throughout the year. I would change your poster image maybe even change a few slides throughout the Google web stories. If you have a particular slide that's really long and there's like a sentence you can take out or reword or change, then I would do that. 
So for example, Easter is coming. So if you have a story that you can redo for Easter, I would go in and just kind of re rewrite the text a little bit so that it um, talks about Easter and, and things like that. And yes, also change when you change your title, just copy your title and throw it in the, in the permalink section in the URL so that they match. And then that's it. I'll schedule it out. Okay. So I didn't, I don't understand this question, but this sounds like a great question. How do users further the juice of a web story? Kind of like the discover users. Do you know about furthering the juice of a story? Well, once you see a story does well, like I said, make a list of it so that you can send that story back out, tweak it, change it and send it back out. I think that if you're able to, you know, add in an opt-in maybe for your email list, you could do that with them. Um, you could embed them in your post. If you feel that that's something you want to do on your sites with your posts, you can do that and see if you can um, raise your SEO a little bit because they they do tend to show that it's it does help with SEO rankings as well. Um, but I think that's mostly it if that's what they were thinking. I think so. And then um, just real quick to Sarah, you can use the classic editor. I have classic editor still um, and you can use that for sure. You can also use the block editor too, whichever yep. one, just like your regular posts. Um, Ashley says, oh, this is a testimony for testimonial. She yeah. says, yes, she's been creating um, web stories for months with a done is better than perfect mentality and it's paying off huge. And hers only have four pages. Oh, there you go. So you go, Ashley. So Ashley's the yeah. perfect example. Here we are saying, you know, create this nine to, what was it? Nine to 11 pages was the sweet spot. Yeah. So Ashley's doing four and hers are still doing well. So it's done is so much better than perfect. A hundred, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and let's find one more question. Uh, oh, this is a, actually a great question. Diane is saying, is there any way to download the web story to repackage as a wheel, as, as, as a wheel, as a reel for your, for YouTube or for Instagram? I wish I have <laughs> not seen of a way to do this. <laughs> That's what I'm always looking for. Like that video content that you can just make a YouTube reel and everything. I haven't seen anything like that. So yeah, that would yeah. be make our lives so much easier, but yeah, maybe, it's maybe in the future, they are always updating this plugin. Uh, so I think, I think we're going to see web stories for a while and I think they're going to make, they're going to keep making some changes to it. So you never know. Well, and Alicia said, this is actually great. Alicia says she screenshots each page and she makes them idea pins. Yeah. And so then at least you're, yeah, multi-purpose. Yeah, that's great. So, all right. Well, Victoria, y'all be sure to reach out to Victoria if you have any questions, if you're interested yeah. in her business. Again, her business is called Virtual and Confident and she can take all the guesswork out of the stories for you and just make them. She has tons of clients and her business is growing every day. So if you yeah. are thinking at all about doing this, kind of make sure you get in with her before she has closed her doors and says, I cannot take any new, new clients because I'm too busy with my three children and my two blogs and my business. So, yeah. <laughs> but you have been, I mean, don't tell the other guests, but you are serious. I think you might be my number one favorite. I Aww. really feel like my number thank one you. favorite guest. You are amazing and, and kudos to you. And thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us. We so Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Home Talk. 
the world's largest DIY community, where we help creators reach new audiences. For more information on our programs for content creators, please visit our website at www.creators.hometalk.com. We'll be back soon with a new episode of Mastering Media. Have a great day and happy home talking.